in a hadith it comes that the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa said, Man taraka shay'an lillahi azza wa jal, awwadahullahu khayran minhu. Whoever leaves anything for the sake of Allah, Allah will grant that person better than that which the person had left. There are three parts to the hadith. The first is whoever leaves anything. So whatever it is that you're leaving, whether it is something that is haram or something that is permissible but it may not be preferable or it may be something that you leave to avoid a dispute or fight. Mantaraka shay'an lillah. The second is you leave it for the sake of Allah, not because someone saw you or because you're in a place where people know you or because uh, you, know, you feel shy. You leave that which you're leaving for the sake of Allah. Then the hadith says, minhu. Allah will grant you better than that which you left. It may be the same thing or in the same way or in a different way or more so in the akhirah Allah will grant you better. Abu Qatada al-Qadusi rahimahumullah said that whoever leaves something which is haram for the sake of Allah, Allah will grant that person something better in this world. In this world, Allah will grant you something better. And in the hadith quds it is stated that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says to the angel that إِذَا أَرَادَ abdi su'an when my servant intends to do an evil deed, فَلَا تَكْتُبْهَا Don't write it down as yet. He intends to do an evil deed, don't write it down. فَإِن تَرَكَهَا So if he goes ahead and he does that evil deed, then it will be written as one evil deed only. And if he decides to not do the evil deed, he gives it up. It is written as a good deed for him. Subhanallah. And if he intends to do a good deed, with his mere intention of doing a good deed, it's already written down as a good deed. And if he actually goes ahead and completes the good deed, then it is written, Min ashar ila From 10 to 700 fold. Now this is the Grace, and this is the magnanimity, and this is the generosity of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, in life, we face different situations, different temptations, different circumstances, and we may be in a situation we are tempted to do a particular thing, or to say something, or to look at something, and under those circumstances, if we hold back, and we don't do what we were tempted towards, Allah will grant us something greater. There is the incident of Nabi Sulaiman uh, He was a great Nabi. Uh, he was the son of Sayyidina Dawood They were from amongst those anbiya who Allah had granted nubuwa and had granted abundance of wealth. And one day, Sulaiman was inspecting his horses of jihad. 
and he loved horses. It's written in Tafsir ibn Kathir. He had intense love for horses. So while he was inspecting the horses and moving through the different rows of the horses and impressed at the appearance and the physique, uh, time passed by very quickly. And the time of Asr passed so fast that before he realized it, it was almost the time of Maghrib Salah. Allah Rabbul Izzah says, إِذْ عُرِذَ عَلَيْهِ بِالْعَشِيِّ الصَّافِنَاتُ الْجِيَادِ And he realized that he had not yet performed the Asr Salah. So he made dua and he said, رُدُّوهَا عَلَيْهِ That, oh Allah, bring the sun back for me so I can perform my Salah. He realized that it was an oversight on his side. Allah Rabbul Izzah brought the sun back and he was able to perform his Asr Salah. But now as a recompensation for this and as an admission of his mistake, فَطَفِقَ مَسْحًا بِالسُّوقِ وَالْأَعْنَاقِ The ulama have different interpretations and one of the interpretation is that all the horses were slaughtered as a sacrifice to Allah because of his oversight that he had committed in performing the Asr Salah. And because he made the sacrifice for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he then made a dua and he said, Rabbi habli mulka la yambaghi li ahadim min ba'di. Oh Allah, grant me such a kingdom which will not be granted to anyone after this. And Allah Rabbul Izzah granted him in place of the horses. فَسَخَّرْنَا لَهُ الْرِيحِ Allah subjugated to him the winds under his command. So he gave up something for the sake of Allah, which was the love for the horses. Allah granted him something better. Allah subjugated the wind under his command and he could travel with the wind. A journey of several days would be covered in a small amount of time. When we look at Nabi Yusuf he was tempted by Zulaikha, who was the wife of the Aziz of Misr. She had tried to seduce him and he had fled from the situation not wanting to fall into a trap. Eventually the news had spread amongst the people and the people said that what is the matter with a lady of honor that she wants to seduce her own her husband's slave and this type of chatter started spreading. So she created a banquet and then invited everyone to see and then she called Yusuf to emerge and when he appeared before all the ladies, they were so overawed by his beauty that they started cutting their fingers instead of the fruit. Anyway, she still insisted on him fulfilling her desires. And she said to him that if you do not fulfill what I want, then I will send you to jail. I will have you imprisoned. And what did Nabi Yusuf والسلام, say? That going to jail is more beloved to me than what this lady is calling me towards. And he then actually went to jail to avoid fulfilling her desires. And Allah Rabbul Izzah says in the verse of the Noble Quran, That eventually, Yusuf went to jail, he emerged from the jail, uh, his name was cleared, uh, he was put in charge of the treasures of Egypt, 
and he became the king of Egypt. He was in charge of the entire Egypt. This was after giving up that which Allah disliked for the sake of Allah. So in our own lives also, there are circumstances where we are tempted towards something. And at those moments, we need to remain steadfast. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said that Anadru sahmun masmumum min sihami shaitan The eye, the gaze of the eye is an arrow, a poisonous arrow from the arrows of shaitan. And it comes in different ways. Actually looking at the opposite gender with lust. <clears throat> what comes up on the screen, the type of content, we know that all the environment and the world that we live in is a highly sexualized environment where at every moment, every you know, story has within it some element that of uh, this type of content in it. So we are always being tempted in this regard. The hadith says, Man When you are tempted to watch that particular thing that is appearing on your screen, or you're looking at something and you're tempted to look with lust, Man Allah Rabbul Izzah says, If you leave it for my sake, Abdaltuhu imanan yajidu fi qalbi. I will grant you such iman that you will experience the sweetness in your chest. You will actually taste the sweetness of your chest in your chest. And the ulama say that this iman is such a thing that if you've tasted the sweetness of this iman, that will be an alamat and it will be a sign that you will have husnul khatimah, that you will die and leave this world with iman, with the kalima la ilaha illallah. So what a beautiful thing it is. So there's obviously a sacrifice that has to be made. Our deen has two aspects to it. One is what is the injunctions, what we need to do, our salah, our fasting, and the zakah, and all the other uh, injunctions and instructions, and that is on one hand. And we will continue to progress and gain closeness to Allah by doing all of that. But there's another dimension to our deen, and that is the prohibitions. That is what we need to stop from. That is where we need to draw the line, what we need to give up. And when we do that for the sake of Allah, when we stop, when we apply the brakes, when we change our direction, when we, uh, you know, avoid looking at that which is haram, then Allah Rabbul Izzah is very appreciative. Allah appreciates what we're doing for His sake and He will reward us by granting us a certain type of peace and tranquility, a certain type of tamaninat, a certain inner contentment that will envelop our heart and He will grant us better than that which we were hoping to achieve. May Allah Rabbul Izzah grant us the ability to remain from those, away from those things which He has prohibited and give us the ability to remain steadfast on all that He has instructed us to do.